Thanks for listening to Lost Dial. If you like our podcast, please rate us and comment on iTunes and Podbean.com. Also, check out our friends Aaron, Andy, and Amacy at the Porchcast, and Didi and Ariel at Catnaps and Cognac. Both can be found on iTunes and Podbean. And now, back to the show. your host here on Conservative Talk Radio 99.9. No, I'm just kidding. So is, that what, <laughs> is that what he sounded like? No. Sounded like... Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> yeah, that was appropriate when I came out. I'm like, oh, that's yeah, what he's doing. He was barking. He's a preachy barker. So when I came outside uh, and then he was reaching over to touch, he's like, oh, don't touch him. Don't touch him. And, but <laughs> I was like, I'm going back inside. It's going to get ugly. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Then he came in like two minutes later. And yeah, I went back I, out I, and he was dead. I had enough of his spiel. But uh, welcome back to uh, this is the B side of 114 of uh, the Lost Dial, or as I wanted to originally call it, Raiders of the Lost Dial. But, yawn. Uh, <laughs> yawn. <laughs> but uh, Carolyn, the producer, didn't care much for that, so we cut Most it down. Most of us didn't. I think yeah. it was just you and Chris. Yeah. Well, it was on. I, I, I drew up this this impressive list of great titles that the show could have been called. And one you of still them have that list somewhere. probably going to find it. That'd be interesting to look back and all the ones that we uh, voted on or whatever. I don't know if we did a vote, but one of them was, uh, you know, the most, the greatest one, you know, on the list was, uh, Raiders of the lost dial. And, uh, so we cut it down to the lost dial. Yeah. I lost <laughs> the dial. Uh, moving on yakety um, yak we're gonna uh much to uh sterling chagrin we're gonna play the uh, we're gonna play uh, it's it's riveting dude i just gotta stop using you that have to word. stop <laughs> i gotta find a i gotta find a better word but uh yeah just get a thesaurus app then at that comic-con thing that they uh they released the uh season four uh, mega trailer because it is it's longer than you would imagine most trailers are like between a minute and two minutes this one's like, like one's four, four yeah I think it's, four and a half is what I saw it's pretty riveting yeah it's four four minutes and 27 riveting seconds yeah. we're gonna play that for you if you haven't heard it yet or seen it and then go out and check it out in uh, in real life see if you can blow it up though because you need to watch it blown up watch it move and watch. okay yeah that's fine <laughs> Tell me what I got. You ain't the boss, man. Don't tell me what I can and cannot do. I'm trying to. I do what I want. All right, blow it up, blow it up. Hey, hey. Just give it another second. 
do it. We go in, stay in formation for the suite. After that, you all know what you're supposed to look for. Any questions? Is there a time you weren't the boss of me? <laughs> we had a few years before I was born. Quite a number yeah, of colors. Build up overnight. Yeah, Dozens pause it for a second. Towards Tower Three. Actually, that was um, that was one of my um, uh, observations, um, and I brought it up numerous times on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, when the Walking, you know, in the Walking Dead's first and second season, I was always like, it's kind of interesting that this show uh, takes place in um, in Georgia, and especially the Atlanta area, and um, you know, for a state and a city that have you know, um, overwhelming uh, percentage of the of the population is black. Mm-hmm. There are no black zombies, right? Or um, living black people. Um, <laughs> you can say living black zombies. <laughs> no. But yeah, there weren't weren't really uh, many black characters. What you were saying right. before, or black zombies. I mean, because you'd think you, you know, yeah. with with all the black people living in the area. Oh, you know, okay. And I remember that we decided that they saw it coming and yeah, left. and they got the hell out of dodge. Right. Like you know, smart. or the white people just because yeah. like, what's going on and here? Like, what's going on? This looks like the zombie apocalypse. Let's <laughs> stick around and see how it is. You know, like. Stupid. What is that racket down the street? <laughs> I'm going to go check it out. Okay. Uh, yeah. But uh, so anyway, now uh, we're coming up on season four and uh, there's a lot of uh, black characters and they're actually some of the most, um, you know, well-constructed, uh, uh, intriguing characters on the show. Um, Tyrese and his sister, Sasha, which were the ones that were, you always been the boss of me. And, mm-hmm. and she said what she said. And uh, Michonne, of course, right, um, right. the came uh, in like last season. Katana yielding, uh, wielding whatever. Uh, the sword warrior, sword lady. Would that be a, <clears throat> a term? Warrior, maybe. Yeah, she's a warrior. She's like you know. There's some characters in the show that are definitely like they're almost like superheroes, and she's one of them. You know, mm. with her swords and. All right. Anyway, let's uh, let's Continue. play. Right. Yep. There she is. They don't spread out anymore. It's manageable, but unless we get ahead of it, not for long. Stay close. There's walkers in What happened in there? Someone attacked the cell block. Don't panic. We're going to figure this out. Got to find who did this. They're not going anywhere. We'll find them. You have to have numbers. People are the best defense against walkers or people. We need supplies. Help build up these fences. I'd like to start pulling my weight around here. Let me earn my key. Today, talking about knives, how to use them, how to be safe with them, and how they could save your life. We need a place to go. If Woodbury was still in one piece. Yeah, but I... We might be safer outside those walls, man. We just lost 12 of our own. 
Two more were killed in cold blood. Everything we've been working so hard to keep out. You seeing this? Was someone feeding these things? Just found its way in. You're losing the war. We have to keep this place going. We should go today. Really? We have to go. Sooner or later, we were on. I won't stop. I won't say anything. There's not a lot of us left. Step outside, you risk your life. Take a drink of water. Carol! You risk your life. You gotta calm down. You don't have a choice. The only thing you can choose is what you're risking it for. Bob, that was uh, gripping. Uh, gives me a boner every time I see it. <clears throat> what do you well, think? For, for someone who's not a who's not a follower of the show, what do you think? It's pretty uh, intriguing. Gripping, gripping, ribbing. gripping. I'm trying not to use the word. I'm trying to gripping? find other words. Would you say gripping? Uh, gripping. That's that's the first one I came up with, one. and very intriguing and like, ooh, yeah, pimples of the goose. <laughs> pimples of the goose. <laughs> mm. This is a pretty good cranberry apple raspberry drink that I stole from the um, refrigerator because I didn't stole it. Well, because I didn't want to spend a dollar thirty-five on something. So I the vending machine prices at this place is ridiculous. Yeah, really ridiculous. So therefore, I just help myself to whatever's in the little refrigerator out back. Normally, this I bought for a buck. Mm -hmm. Uh, very fine apple juice. It's beverage. pretty big for just only being a dollar. Yeah, don't knock those Dollar Tree stores because <clears throat> they got some stuff in there that you know it's uh not that bad. <clears throat> um, I got this and a uh, grape one, which wasn't as good, but I drank it anyway. Now, do you think um with the the um, the rise in the amount of black characters on The Walking Dead that you might partake in watching it? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's. Sometimes even just the fact that there are or aren't uh, any black characters doesn't determine whether or not I'll watch the show. It's not really something I'm, I'm necessarily looking for. Like when starting a show, whether it's in the middle of it or even in the beginning, it's like how many black people are in the show? If there's no black people, I'm not going to watch it. I'm not like that. I'm yeah, just... Don't play those games with me because I know that's how you are. <laughs> it's not. <clears throat> it seriously isn't. Because um, like what show? I'm trying to think of, for example... Um, Friends. I had. I used to watch Friends, and there are 
famously no, Tom. no black people on that show. <laughs> Sorry, I had to say it. <laughs> Just had to get it out. Well, yeah, and I mean, there's there's shows like that are like that, and even like the mostly black shows. I guess maybe on BET or something. I don't really watch BET, so yeah. B. What's BET? BET, Black Entertainment Television. That's a station. I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're looking at me like you you are kidding, right? I mean, we just <clears throat> had this big debate, not debate, discussion about Buster Rhymes and all these others. Like me, uh, BT, really? A long time ago, uh, me and my brother uh, voted on um, what you know of, of all the movies that we uh, enjoy um, we've seen in our lives and you know between the two of us we've seen quite a few movies but we both voted uh, came to the agreement that the whitest movie ever made was or is meet the fockers hmm. i um, mean contemporary like current modern time movie in all in all of in all of uh, history in all of film history Meet the Fockers is the whitest movie ever made. So you're just blanking out all. Whoops, <laughs> you're just blanking out all the ones like. Well, not to mention that there isn't a single black person in the movie, but it just really, um, uh, it, it soaks or it, it really just uh, just feels like white people just all. Over. It's white people at their corniest and it was written and, for and, white, and, white people by white people. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it's absolutely cheese. And, you know, it shows white people that just have a lot of excess, excess. Um, and, uh, yeah, just it really, it makes you sick with, with how corny white people are and mm. how, you know, a, a, a good number of white people just have way more than they need. And they're just, um, you know, really up one another's asses about how white they are. And, um, you know... As a white person walking away from watching Meet the Fockers, mm-hmm. I'm embarrassed to be a white person. So that's you're just that's how we came to that to that agreement. Out of this meeting trilogy, you're pointing out Meet the Fockers, not Meet the Parents, or no, they're not included. Little no. Fockers, which I still haven't seen yet. Little Fockers, but I haven't seen the whole thing. No, I haven't seen the whole thing of Meet the Fockers. Oh, of course, yeah. Oh. I wouldn't come to that sort of a conclusion without seeing the whole right, film first. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I understand. I understand. <clears throat> Um, um, I even, you know, uh, stuck around and read all the names in the credits and, uh, none of them seemed to be names that could be attributed to black people. So I don't think there was a single, about like Asians at least, but there you're saying mostly it was just mostly just white people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause when it comes to crew, well, it's, it's kind of hard to do that with the crew because there are names like, you know, Smith. Like maybe James Smith, and that's actually a black guy. Not Kunta Quinte. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That that there's a know, few of those Kunta Quintes out I there mean, still. So, th- this is, I mean, you have to understand our brand of humor, and and a lot of it is just you know we're being silly, ah, we're being I silly see. gooses basically, mm-hmm. and um, you know just in a, in a joking manner. Uh, Meet the Fockers is the whitest movie, but I mean, in all seriousness, there is not a single black person in the movie, and. It is. It was yes, written by white people for white people, and um, you know, uh, out of the ordinary white people such as I mm-hmm. was sickened by how white that movie was. So, well, I had only said oh, like, that's my case of modern times because of movies back in like in the fifties and forties right, where when, black people just right they weren't 
they couldn't come within 50 miles of a of a, of of a, a studio yeah, yeah exactly. so, so that's why i'm like well you know those movies are mostly right. just white people for yeah. white people with only white people yeah, you make a good point so yeah. that's why i'm just saying just it's modern movies that 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 makes more sense nah, um, i'd still say in all of movie history <laughs> even back with such oppression of you know in the times when you know because um, with the ex- exception of a handful of like maybe Gone, Gone with the Wind and uh, Casablanca, because there's just one main black person. You know, I've never, I've never seen either of those. I haven't seen. I've only seen bits and parts of Gone with the Wind. I, I say that I have to one day sit through and watch all 57 hours of it, or however long yeah, it is. I don't know if I can do it. Dude. On the other hand, Casablanca. <clears throat> it's one of those movies that all the hype is worth. I mean, all those quotable quotes that are in it, it you know it's a good movie i really like what it. what about the count of monte crisco Christo? Chris, <laughs> crisco Christo? yeah chris crisco is a crisco uh, is a is a, like a, a, a large substitute fattening, yeah fattening thing uh jar of fat <laughs> um i haven't seen that one no i'm just curious if there were any black people in that probably not Isn't that's, there, that's I an thought old... there was like maybe a remake of it Oh yeah, I think you're right, but I'm no I'm, I'm speaking it. more of uh, the, the old one. The, yeah, the old. No, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, um, but yeah, you're probably right. There's probably no. Nah. And plus, that was back in the times when, even if you needed a race, you can just make a white person look like them. If you needed a race, you just lined some people up and you said go. And <laughs> ah ha 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 ha. But anyway, if <laughs> it, it, um, once again, if any of our um, you know staunch. Um, listeners uh fans have a problem with any of the things that we're talking about today um you know and you're upset by um the injustices in the world uh there is a number to call it's rich phoenix's number he blames all of our uh societal problems on uh Waterbury's congestion. <laughs> oh, so everything's happening in the right. world. That's, that's yeah. N- not to mention, you know, the reason for Waterbury's congestion, but all the problems in the world, it's like a butterfly effect from Waterbury, Connecticut. Mm, so, so because of the blacks and Latinos, they cause all the congestion traffic wise that spreads out to the rest of the world, causing the world to be such an effed up place. So if they didn't happen to live in Waterbury, they wouldn't be trying to get on the highway or get off the highway right. and, and regular white people can just drive on. Exactly. Through, so. I mean, white people need to get from point A to point actually, B. Actually, everybody can drive through. It's just the white people that are getting off and on the highways. So Right. Right, okay. exactly. So um, makes, it makes perfect sense now. Yeah. I understand completely. Five nine two six zero three two. Give him a call. His name is uh, Rich Phoenix. He is a conservative talk show host. Now, as we're talking about the social constructs of whatever, um, uh, my cousin, who actually uh, says he'd like to be on the show at some point and kind of bring up a discussion, which we're going to bring up now, and we'll How, bring it up. It's a man or a woman? It's a man. He's uh, I think in his forties. Oh, um, okay. but he pretty much just wants to talk about what does it take for a guy like himself. He's, um, he had been to jail. He's out, he's been out of jail. He's doing better with his life. He's a Christian. He's, he's working. He found Jesus basically. Yeah. I mean, he actually works with me, uh, in in the sound area. What did he go to jail for? I do not remember. I do not recall, but he, you know, he was out there. He was doing things like, you know, I'm selling drugs and using drugs. And would you remember if you think it was a drug related thing? That he went to jail he never for. I, I don't know what it is what he went to jail for but I mean knowing him as a person would you say it was, it was a, probably a drug was it a violent thing. crime it no, wasn't a violent probably not. Crime, okay no. all right um, but he's been clean sober and all that stuff for years now but 
people. What kind of drugs did he dabble in? I do not know. (laughs) That's not the point of what I'm trying to get to. I'm sorry. Um, What does it take for society and including like, you know, the court system to forgive someone. So yeah, to basically forgive them and to say like, okay, you are a regular human being again and not just the court system, but people like, you know, in your personal life, like he's, uh, his, his baby mama doesn't quite still see him as the new person that he is now. They, they still see what, you know, he was charged for. Really? And how long ago was he? Uh, years ago i don't know the exact number that's why he wants to come on the show and you know tell uh, it's very story, interesting so. i'd love to have him what's his name his name's james so james. We'll, we'll i'd said yeah we'll definitely we'll have you on the does show he listen to the show uh if he doesn't uh, he may start to mm-hmm. um but he's definitely familiar with it and he'd like to come on and talk about it yeah i'd love to have james on because that uh that's intriguing um and I, yeah we could talk about that for the whole show really I yeah mean, um some people, um, you know, people maybe like conservative radio talk show hosts would say, you know, once you've found Jesus and Jesus has become a part of your life, it doesn't matter what society or your close, tight-knit, um, you know, friends and family think. And It's and all it, about Jesus accepting you and you accepting Jesus. Right, and you're pretty much a new creature <clears throat> in, in him. But still, the rest of the world, they don't see that at all. Like, right. you've got a record. And there's no way that's going to be erased. Anytime we see you, we're going to see that record. And right. you know, again, what uh, he was what he do? was put in jail on a felony charge. I'm I'm assuming, right? So he's an actual. Those are the specifics you probably okay. have to ask him. Right. I I don't know because I, I mean really you asked. know coming out. I mean you know some people go to jail you know and it's you know lesser charges. A felony uh, once you come out of jail as a felon, you know, not only you know, you got to deal with the way that society or anybody in general looks at you, but you know, a felon can't vote anymore. Hmm. A felon can't, I don't think felons can leave the country. Um, you know, there's, there's a a whole, yeah, there's a whole, you know, list of things. And I, I don't think that's right for the rest of your life, you know, and it might not even just be felons. I think maybe it's anybody who's served uh, jail time. Uh, cause I know a friend from back home. I used to work with him and he's gone to jail a couple times on some rinky dink, uh, pot charges, you know, he, mm-hmm. he, not even, you know, selling, not even having enough to, um, where they would consider it the intent to sell. Mm. He, um, he was in possession of a non-controlled substance. Um, definitely. I don't think he was put in jail on a felony charge for some rinky dink thing like that. But since he's been to jail, I know for a fact he can't vote. Wow. Um, or he can't go to Canada or leave the country in general, I guess. Mm. So maybe it just, uh, and I'm not sure. I'd have to look that up. I don't know. And then, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, I'd love to have this guy, your cousin in and uh, discuss this. <clears throat> yeah. Cause I mean, it's an intriguing thing to me. And I had thought about it like for like the rest of the day that he talked about it and thought about other people that I know. Um, one guy, do, he do was, you know a lot of people that have uh, done time? Not too many. Um, there was only another one that I, uh, at my old church, where he went to prison basically for being at the wrong place at the wrong time and hanging out with the wrong crowd. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I forgot how long he was in there, like a couple of years, but he came back out and, you know, he's doing his thing. I think he's, I thought he was starting to do a singing career. I don't, I don't know if he's still pursuing that or not. This is also that. very much a, uh, a racial issue as well. I mean, uh, the justice uh, system in this country 
I'm sorry, but it is skewed. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the, I mean, not only, what do they say? We have 3 million people um, incarcerated in this country more than any other uh, developed nation or whatever. But um, the percentage of that, those millions of people that are not white, that are, are considered the, yeah. um, you know, the minorities, um, it's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, be a great topic, especially with somebody who's, uh, who's been there, done that mm-hmm. <clears throat> and moved on in a writer, uh, better leaf. Mm. So, and yeah, he's definitely a great person now. I didn't know him then. Um, We're not going to be silly and like be like, oh, you, did you drop the soap? No, 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 no. No, I want to have a serious discussion, you know. And if, you know, the showers were a tough situation in jail, then we'll talk about that. But I think those are uh, over-exaggerated things. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then later on, we'll probably get back to our, our regular show and he'll just join in our, our, uh, our nonsense. Banter, our yeah. silly banta. Yes, and random nonsense and whatnot. James, we are... Uh, uh, offering yeah, he, the olive branch tends to, to you, work on Saturdays, so I don't know if I can get him here on a Saturday, but we'll work we'll, it out. We'll, yeah, we'll work it out. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll probably end up doing another show during the week, I mean, probably in the afternoon. Um, I'm down. Yeah, I figured I figured you would. Be. But <laughs> I, I wanted to actually introduce that that subject to actually have our listeners think about it. And hey, you know, if you've got comments or questions, you don't necessarily have to talk to this rich Phoenix guy. You can actually talk to us. Um, and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it in a reasonable manner. Oh, you absolutely can call Rich Phoenix if you'd like, though, on your own personal time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can call us, too. Um, our <laughs> phone number, because I haven't said it in so many, it feels like years. Yeah, we don't, even, we don't even advertise Well, the that. only reason why is because <laughs> nobody, you know, we haven't gotten any calls in a while. We did get a couple calls here and there. Don't admit that. Okay, we got some calls, but I didn't <laughs> Our like phones them. are ringing off the hook. Yeah, uh, 860-342-8423. And his number is 203 203- Five nine two six zero three two. I was disturbed by what he said, though. Mm-hmm. So that's why you're bringing it up. And give him a piece of your mind if you feel the same way I do. And also, since I'm back on Twitter, please yeah, stop playing with that chair. This chair's crazy. Yeah, you've almost killed yourself. What twice now? Flung me forwards. I'm back on Twitter. So at i n d o o b and uh, at the lost dial. And uh, yeah, um, I'll put out there um, at m j dupal. Yeah. D-U-P-A-U-L. Yep, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, Twitter. And we're on uh, Facebook, whatever. Yeah, yeah Facebook. I, had, I did change everything. I like my profile picture. And I changed thing. my picture to a, wall, uh, a really nice painting of a Walter White. Oh, okay. Yep. I am a silhouette behind, uh, or behind me is our black and white stripes, which people are like, what's that all about? And then, but if you go to my actual profile picture on a computer. Is it like Stankonia? Like uh, it it, look, it will look like that. Yeah, it's the black and white American flag, nice. which um, the interpretation I like is it's the black American flag because mm. I like to be identified as a black American. So Bombs over Baghdad. It's brilliant. Um, yeah, so there's, there's that. We've got to pay some bills. Yep, <clears throat> it is about commercial time. Yes. It's about that time. We will uh, be back. This is episode 114. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, 114 of the Lost Dial, powered by AllNoiseRadio.com. We'll be right back.
by the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. All Noise Radio is an internet radio station that's fully produced by graduates of the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. From modern rock to old school hip-hop, country to classical, news, talk, sports, and more. It's the noise you can't ignore. Log on to allnoiseradio.com. Fire up the station. Find out more about your favorite jocks. Get the latest CSB news and more. Plus, you can take All Noise Radio with you on the go for free. Just download the Live 365 app to your iPhone, iPod Touch, or BlackBerry and search All Noise Radio. Check out tomorrow's broadcasters today at allnoiseradio.com. Powered by the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. Connecticut School of Broadcasting founder Dick Robinson. You know, the media business has changed a lot since we opened our doors in 1964. Now media content is everywhere, on air, online, on the go. More than ever, companies are looking for people to help drive this new media. At Connecticut School of Broadcasting, you'll get hands-on training on the latest software and equipment in a matter of months, not years. Connecticut School of Broadcasting has placed thousands of grads in broadcast media careers. It's all about versatility. You see at a radio station, if you you also know how to shoot, edit, and post videos, you become a pretty hot commodity. That's the training you get at Connecticut School of Broadcasting. Connecticut School of Broadcasting with locations up and down the East Coast from Massachusetts to Miami. Call 1-800-TV-RADIO or log on to GoCSB.com. Connecticut School of Broadcasting, the nation's oldest and largest group of broadcast media schools. Redefining training in radio, TV, and new media. Get trained. Get connected. 1-800-TV-RADIO Thanks for listening to The Lost Dial. If you like our podcast, please rate us and comment on iTunes and Podbean.com. Also, check out our friends Aaron, Andy, and Amacy at The Porchcast and Didi and Ariel at Catnaps and Cognac. Both can be found on iTunes and Podbean. And now, back to the show. back to the 114th installment of the Lost Dial, powered by AllNoiseRadio.com. I want to give a quick shout out to one of my favorite uh, uh, local establishments. Uh, I picked up a book today on my way before I came down. I'm going to give uh, Jack Kerouac a, a, a go-ahead. Heard all about him, a uh, famous writer of the good old days. Never actually read anything by Jack Kerouac, no. I bought uh, On the Road, which I guess was made a movie, but um, my favorite local establishment. The Toadstool Bookshops. Enhancing selections of wonderful books. Yes. With locations. Oh, I wasn't sure if you want me to read that too. <laughs> no, I'll tell them. Uh, at the Colony Mill Marketplace in my hometown of Keene, New Hampshire. Uh, Lorden Plaza in Milford, New Hampshire, and 12 Depot Square in Peterborough, New Hampshire. Hmm. It is a great... Did you uh, go to the one in Keene? Yeah, of course I did. Okay. I wouldn't shop at those other two crappy oh. ones. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a great um, bookstore. And it's lasted because uh, there was a Borders in Keene. Um, then Borders went out. All, mm. I think Borders in general went out of business. So 
But I liked Borders. I actually went to Borders, I think, a little bit more than I did Toadstool. But uh, once Barnes & Nobles kicked uh, Borders' ass, uh, Keen never got a um, Barnes & Nobles, though. Yeah, I, I rarely <laughs> see them, uh, Barnes & Nobles, but I've... Bookstores yeah. aren't uh, doing too well these days. Well, the... Um... I know Borders. They had their own version. I think they. I think they're the ones that had the Nook, or was that uh, Barnes? Um, the which is Nook. also going the way of the the Dodo Bird. I was gonna say of the bookstore. Yeah. <laughs> Other than well, newspapers. <laughs> newspapers too. Which Amazon? He just uh, the guy yeah. head of Amazon just bought Huffington, not Huffington, Washington. Washington Post. Post yeah. Um, good for him. I hope he has a, a good run at that. Yeah, I watched an interview of him on the news. He's. He's a really interesting guy. I've got to do some research on him. Mm. Seems to be very full of wonderment, and uh, he seems to like to laugh a lot, too. So mm. those are usually good people to, to hang around with to know. You think you're going to go see that Jobs movie? Probably. I don't know if I'll see it in theaters. I think that's more of one that I, I would rather wait. Like, yeah, Despite what they, what, you know, people, well, I don't know if people rag on Ashton Kutcher or not, but. But they say he does, he does a pretty uh, excellent job. And I mean, he's he got actually, the look. Yeah, they say the that look, nobody so. else in the industry <clears throat> quite looked um, like, um, you know, in his younger days. Mm-hmm. The uh, uh, comparison is <sighs> uncanny. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, the other movie that we, I think we briefly talked about was The Butler, and I'm or I'm sorry, Lee Daniels, the butler. I'm getting more interested in actually seeing that now that I actually saw like who's in the movie and who, who these people are portraying. I think Robin Williams plays Eisenhower. Uh, oh, he does play Eisenhower? Yeah. Well, because this butler spans uh, a huge... A couple decades. Yeah, quite a few presidents. From the 50s to the 80s right. is what I read. So and Oprah's in it. And even somebody's portraying Obama in this movie too. So I'm like, well, that's, that's interesting. So... Yeah, I'm, I'm Oprah, Oprah had a lot to do with the making of this movie too. I think. I would think so. There's been a few articles about her as well, like you know what brought her back to wanting to you know. Act. What brought her fat ass back to the uh, hey, land hey, of the hey, living? Hey, 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 she's she's land of the living. She's been living. Yeah, whatever you say. <laughs> um, and speaking of other movies in development, even Matt Damon was in that stupid video. Which was not stupid at all. It was so amazing. The the Matt Damon you're box. Still, you're still in a. Yeah. It's amazing. Expendables three is in uh, also in the news and the media and whatnot. Um, I actually just just watched Expendables two the other night. What's finally. that? That's the big action pack movie with all the aging eighties oh, and nineties yeah, action pack stars. Right. No, how could I forget? Yeah, how could you forget? So Expendables three mm. has so far a, I guess official list if you want to put it that way i don't really want to say official because this is wikipedia and it changes um starring sylvester stallone harrison ford has been added to the cast arnold schwarzenegger jason statham jet lee mila jonovich has been added so as wesley snipes jackie chan mel gibson antonio banderas um, mickey rourke is coming back Kellen lutz from well most famous for me from, from me anyways from the twilight movies ronda rossi who i don't know who that is or uh, Vic, victor ortiz who is a boxer um, and there's other talks of possibly getting Clint Eastwood in a role. Um, what's his face? Uh, Bruce Willis is out because he asked for a million dollars a day to be on set. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. So, and Salona, is that, that an on ego Twitter. problem or what? I think so. Um, but 
His ego is bigger than his big bald head. <laughs> Stallone basically fired him. He was like, yeah, you want a million dollars a day? Get out. Harrison Ford, you're in. So Nice. Um, Harrison Ford. Harrison nice. Ford, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I keep hearing it keeps going in and out, but um, uh, Olas Cage, I thought, was supposed to be joining in this cast. But really? I don't see any official listings of him being here. I mean, through various sources, not just Wikipedia, but other places. You know, there's the cast and, or the crew of uh, Walking Dead. There. Walking Dead, yeah. What's with Aaron Paul growing out a beard? Well, why not? He's pretty much done shooting. Maybe he's on to his next project, or maybe he just doesn't feel like shaving. Yeah, I guess so. Look at Michonne. Actually, Michonne, those uh, dreads or whatever aren't even real. Because where is she? Right there. That's her in real life. She's oh. actually got a shaved head, oh. whatever her name is in uh, real life. Uh, uh, oh, uh, Danae. Guerrera, Danae Guerrera. I'm not. I'm not doing it quite <laughs> right. But so yeah, I'm sorry, excited about that. Not Walking Dead. Uh, Expendables three. Yeah, we know. Yeah, Expendables. Because yeah. I like ensemble casts. Yeah, yeah. but <sighs> I mean, you. you I don't want to say you do too, but it's only because of the movies that they're in. I like yeah ensemble casts, but good one. I mean, not that these people. I mean. This okay, is, I don't want to say that Expendables is, is a this great is, movie. No, it's, it's a throwaway B movie. Like, they purposely are making right. a B-rate film. Right. Like, I just don't get that. Like, that's a waste of, of resources and millions and millions of dollars to make a, a, a goof movie. Well, it's, it's still a, a, a classic action movie. It's just filled with classic action stars. I mean, you're not going to see this movie for, like... Grade A storytelling. You're there to see things blow up and people get their head shot off. Do you know that uh, denial is not just a river in Egypt? <laughs> and what point are you trying to make? I'm trying to tell you what this what this is, and that's that's what you're paying to see is these action heroes all work together, or maybe you know fight each other. You see this? I think Mel Gibson is the the villain in this one. Ah, oh, Comic Con. See all that craziness, yeah. and all that is normal there. All that craziness there. That's why we should go. It's hard to do magazine reading on a radio show because <laughs> you're showing me well, pictures I, I should... and people are listening like, what is that a picture of? Yeah. They're tuning out. <laughs> oh, Let, let's, let's pull them back in. <laughs> uh, we should. We should We should definitely do a Comic-Con, Comic-Con or Burning Man or something. And, and the thing, well, we, need to record, do... we need to record a show road, live from somewhere. somewhere. I mean, we did talk about it back in the days when Wendy was here every Every episode, for the most part, we were talking about we were going to do a, uh, a, a we were going to drive down to like the New York State border and uh, just right, we were going to yeah. we were going to put our cards all over you know stops along the interstate mm-hmm. and then come back and we were going to record while we were doing it, but that kind of fell through and but we should I think because we never really got like a solid date when we were going to do it. I think because I was the one who was really trying to get it going and the two of you bums were just like mm, well my schedule's a little crazy and you know so it was hard for me to try and put together something you And know. your schedule's crazy too by the way. No, not really. Yes. I'm I'm pretty flexible. Mm. <laughs> why hasn't this this um But we uh you know, <laughs> we we should uh, we should plan something uh, a future uh, a future um, on the road type thing. Yeah, or on location show be be We're good here for, live it, taped it, live. <laughs> it'd, it'd be good for us from outside the studio, literally in the parking lot. 
be good for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, trying to bring uh, at least a camera so we can do some some other stuff so people can see some of the craziness that goes on. And then you can do your little magazine thing. Hey, check out this picture here. So now uh, people what, can actually see what it is. I'm like, oh, wow, that is crazy. Now that I understand. Somebody was asking me about the show earlier because they wanted were interested in maybe coming down. And I, uh, they asked me um, why we don't record. I'm like, you know, well, back in the day when we first started the show and there were a lot more people involved in the very beginning, um, we would set cameras up. You'd bring yours in, I'd bring mine in, mm-hmm. set them up on either end of the room and we'd record. But we never really did anything with all that footage. And, you know, nowadays it's just us and Mm. and it's kind of hard to operate a camera and be you know talking here because if i if you were talking and i went over to go mess with the camera it looked like i'm not really paying attention it's kind of hard to you know multitask like that um so that's that's also why we're we're looking for interns um yes so someone could do that and help us out with that and by all means you can still participate in the show you just you have another job to do it's geordie shore that's the name of this, uh, the British version of uh, Jersey Shore. And it starts with a G. The Jersey Shore of England. It's uh, spelt G-E-O-R-D-I-E. Huh. <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't heard of it. Let's see. There. Uh, could t- turn it up for a second. Let's see. I got to Let's just hear what this is. Is getting wrinkles. I am a Geordie girl with a VIP edge. I should have a degree in pulling women. I would never kiss anyone without a six pack. Hardest graft I've ever done is to do my hair. I would never kiss anybody without a six pack, she said. So that means you'd have to check out, you know, like lift up their shirt first. I'm like, okay, I can kiss you. All right, I'll kiss you. You got you got a 12 pack. I'll kiss you. I could talk the back legs off a donkey. Just to impress, that's me. I'm fit, I'm flirty, and I've got double X. What? That's the thing you, you can't even you can't even understand. Pull pull it up on on yours so you can just see these people really yeah, I, quick. I do like a number of British shows, and there are times this one accents are a little un, out of control. But this one is gonna be uh, it's it's gonna make history, I guarantee. So yeah, G E O R D I E show. So this show's been around for a while, I but, guess. Yeah. And I just heard about it recently. Um, uh, I just played meet the cast of Geordie Shore and it just showed them, you know, the chicks fondling their boobs and the guys flexing their muscles and saying whatever they were just saying because I don't know what they were saying. Well, because one show that I watch, I know the accent's really strong. Um, Upstairs, Downstairs? No, uh, Misfits. Mm. It's on It's mm. on Hulu Plus. I actually, actually haven't been keeping up with it. Uh, I think with whatever newest season they had, I haven't watched it. Um, it's a pretty good show and there's one character or one actress her accent's really really strong but eventually you kind of adapt and you kind of know what they're saying so I guess the same could go with this show where they're most Americans are like oh. Adele she has a strong accent too yeah speak. yeah this is a meet the you know, meet the cast. You know a new accent a new right. cast oh, and a new shore the stars of the much-anticipated UK version of Jersey Shore stripped down to the bare bones to promote their new series. What? Set in the city of Newcastle in northeast England, oh, I guess the it spin-off isn't. is titled Geordie Shore and follows the lives of eight proud Geordie boys and girls. 
The lads and lasses stepped into a hot top positioned in the middle of Newcastle's Baltic Square, receiving some curious looks from passersby. Emulating its infamous American version, the boys and girls will live in a five-star house, complete with shared bedrooms and a hot top, while MTV cameras will catch every action as they work for a promotions company during the day and party at night at some of the most renowned hot spots on the Diamond Strip. The American Jersey Shore is the best-viewed MTV series of all time and has turned into a cultural phenomenon in the United States. The first episode of Geordie Shore will debut on MTV in the UK on May 24th. <clears throat> Ellie Park, See, see if, you, if you got um, Meet the Cast of the Geordie Shore. Uh, it's, like, it's like the intro to Jersey Shore, but it's, it's them. But it's... Uh, yeah, I guess, um, no, and maybe like one of the seasons they did what the uh, Jersey Shore cast did and they went to Italy or they went to Venice for one season. Because I think I was watching an episode of them in Australia, so maybe if they've had this many seasons. Uh... Yeah, okay. My biggest fear is getting wrinkles. <laughs> I am a Geordie girl with a VIP edge. I should have a degree in women. I would never kiss anyone without a six-pack. The hardest graft I've ever done is to do my hair. I could talk the back legs off a donkey. Just to impress, that's me. I'm fair, I'm flirty, and I've got double F. Yeah, it's I, I could... What? I think she says I could talk the back legs off a donkey. <laughs> I guess. That's what I that's what I got out of that. I could I could talk the back legs off a donkey. I that's, think it was it was it was Holly who I had trouble understanding cuz it's like a Is that one of the characters? Yeah. I'm like <laughs> I'm something I'm flirty. Just to impress Nazi me. I'm just the I'm best fair, Nazi flirty, me. And I've got double F. Yeah, I'm I'm fair, I'm flirty and I've got double F. I'm fat, I'm flatty, and I got double this. <laughs> oh, fat. Okay. I couldn't understand. No, no. I'm, oh, fair? I'm, I'm fit. Oh, I'm, fit. I'm fat, I'm flatty, and I got double this. <laughs> double that or double A, but those definitely weren't double A. And A's, the kid before sounds like he's saying, I'm your grade A Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> I show up at parties like Prince Harry. I wear a Nazi, Nazi outfit. That's enough for me. I definitely know I won't be watching. Yeah. Won't be I just figured you, I needed to bring it to your attention since, you know, that's one of my favorite things about hanging out with you is we teach, you know, we, we, we educate we, each other. Yes, we educate each While other. While we educate you, the listener. Right. We bring yeah. each other up to speed on, you know, a lot of uh, the latest, um, not, I guess, <laughs> not, not, not the greatest. But <laughs> not, not that this is the greatest or the latest because it's been going on for quite some time, I guess. Which, oh, the only other thing that... Um, and it's definitely old news. I really haven't gotten any updates as of late. Um, and it's something my mom and I had a long discussion about because they're like, seriously, this guy? Um, Wiener, back with oh, Jesus problems. Mr. Anthony Wiener running for mayor in New York City. Admitting to having more... Uh, Sexting? Yeah, and trysts of whatnot. Oh, well, he didn't really do anything. He's just... He, he's a sexter. He's, right. he's, he's addicted to sexting. He gets him into trouble, but his wife's always standing by his side. Uh, it's the loudest paper bag ever. <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, I think, um, you know why I think she sticks, sticks, sticks by his side? is um, I think it's because she has political um, 
Ambitions as Ambitions well. for the future. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's going the Hillary route. You know, I didn't even really think about it that way. Cause That's that, what I that, think. That does make sense since she is a... Uh, and I think... Well, I know Clinton isn't doesn't like being compared to this, but because uh, she wasn't or was or is an aide, was an aide for Clinton at some point, like Who? helped in some manner. Uh, the Wiener, wife, Weiner's wife. Yeah. Oh no, Mrs. I don't. Mrs. Weiner. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't. Seems so wrong. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I didn't know anything about that. Yeah, it's funny. Um, in some capacity, she worked for Hillary Clinton, so that's why like they're kind of close. And I, that's why I can understand now why you're saying like, yeah, she's got she some aspirations. Some... Uh, right. Definitely. I think that's what it's all about. So that's why she's going the Hillary route. She's sticking by her man, no matter, you know, and that, yeah, he isn't, I guess he's not cheating on her physically. Well, then that comes into another cloudy area of like, yeah, what's is, cheating. Yeah, what's, can yeah. sexting be, you know, and that, that is like a debate that would be, you know, that's something that people, um, still debate about like is that considered cheating because I mean, you're not really doing anything physically but you know a guy with the last name a wiener <laughs> who's always sending pictures of his wiener he shouldn't be in public office nah even even if he wasn't doing that he shouldn't be in public office even though he already was you know what you know why he thinks he can he can pull this off is because new york's a tough city new york's new york's a lot tougher than any other city and uh you know we're, we're tough. We're resilient. And, uh, you know, that's... You're yeah. just pulling out all the accents. <laughs> 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 Got to get some French Canadians in there, too, at some point. Um, I'm fit. I'm flirty. And I- <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I'm sorry. No, you're not. Yeah. Wanda Sykes next week, everybody. <laughs> you start practicing. I'm, I'm going to premiere my Wanda Sykes impression. <laughs> <laughs> Call him out. What do you want to hear him do? And then, yeah. you know, we'll... Work on it for next week. Mm. So yeah, tweet us. <laughs> tweet what you're looking for, Mike. Mike's uh, famous impressions and uh, famously terrible. He'll he'll work on it and he'll he'll bring it. You got to admit, there was one that I did. Oh yeah, when you did Cat Williams, right? Exactly. That, that was like that was like spot on. I mean, it was the other ones were terrible. Uh, I miserably fail. I I crash and burn with most of them. I think there was one you did today. I can't even remember who it was, but I thought it was pretty funny. Mm. Might have been Buster Rhymes. No. Nah. Oh well. Uh-huh. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but no, for me, the highlight was sadly a visual. So it's not something we can play back. We've played too many things that um, are not helpful on a radio show. We were, I, I did want to do the twerk it video. We'll, we'll save that for another time. Cause we've been, I feel like we've been playing too many things that required require yeah you need you need to see them and you know i don't want to i don't want to fill up the entire show with uh yeah i try not to do that either unless it's something that's mostly you know audible let's you know hear this but hey there's a video accompanying but like for example the colbert video which you're still in awe about still kind of drooling about but it's more of a visual because for every all the listeners it's just hearing get lucky again um you turned me up just because I put so much effort into these. I really did. I put so much effort into these. I just got to, you know, Picking clips or recording clips. I'm walking across you the played this one already. And you should see my Harry on television. We're, We're giving all the prizes, prizes away. I just wanted to yeah, I did. Hold on. <laughs> You're just now realizing it. Maybe was it golden you... shoes? Yeah. Hold on. Oh, 
the red dress that I wore to Harry's graduation, and the gold shoes. Okay, Mrs. Goldfarb, here we go. <laughs> and the golden shoes. Yeah. Hmm. But no, I, 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 did I tell you this earlier? I'm, I'm reading, what's his name? I, I forget his name. Some, Hubert Selby Jr. Uh, I read Requiem for a Dream. Okay. He wrote I think, it. yeah, you started out talking about it in the beginning of the show, and I think you were going to get back into it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he's, he's pretty, contra- or he was controversial. He actually made an appearance in, in uh, Darren Aronofsky's 2000 uh, film adaptation. Of, of the movie of the same title. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I finished that. I did Requiem for a Dream. Really good. Um, and now I'm reading one of his other very controversial novels that caught, brought a lot of heat upon him from the world and critics and whatnot. But uh, it was called Last Exit to Brooklyn. So if you guys ever want to check out Hubert Selby Jr., he, um, he's a definitely one of uh, America's uh, more controversial um underrated authors i guess and then i'll I'll give enough i'll give you guys a review on what i think of jack kerouac okay yeah i I mean with authors i don't really know a lot of them because like jack kerouac i you know you should read some more you know i should i would like to but it's just not something that you know it's i've really gotten i've gotten back into it you know who who we should talk or you should talk to is uh the uh, ladies of catnaps and cognac because they're very avid readers so really yeah so Gives they, me even more of a reason to just adore them. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, talk to them about it. I'm not saying you can't talk to me. It's just like, I just don't know. Because <laughs> I was like, I have the, the page up now for the movie. Um, when are we going to have them back on? I don't know. Um, they were, they were um, sort of a welcoming party when I came back. They were like, hey, Sterling's back. It was, it was kind of nice. They made me feel nice that, that I was missed. So. Oh, and, and I didn't do a good job? You by... didn't tweet to me at all when I came back. From Virginia? No, when I when I came back to Twitter. Oh, I thought you meant coming back from Virginia. No, no. I made a big. Not everybody deal. knew I went away. I made a huge deal about you. Uh, there it goes. There it goes. Returning safely. Uh, there it goes. There it goes. I, know, there I goes. saw him when he came oh. in. <laughs> I make it. I made a huge deal about uh, you not getting back to me right away. I thought something tragic happened no, to you, no. and I was worried. As I, your friend, I, I was worried. I know you oh, were. Oh, oh, sorry. I wasn't there for your return to Twitter. You know, I was actually concerned about your life. I appreciate that because you were the only one. Actually, I was also texting my friend uh, who was watching my uh, my, my chief, my, my dog. So, um, mm, Chiefy poo. Yeah. So, so it was mostly you and her that I was texting at the time. Oh, okay. But, On the road. There we go. Yeah. Starring Sam Riley and Garrett Hudland, Kristen Stewart. Who are those people? Um, Kristen Stewart sounds familiar. Yeah, she is most famous for Twilight, but she's actually she's actually a really good actress. Is she just, in Snow White and the Huntsman too? Yeah. Okay. She was in that with your your favorite scene with the milk, which happens at the beginning, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I recently rewatched that movie, and because um, the first time I saw it, I think I only saw it maybe the beginning and the end. And I was hanging out with my sister and brother-in-law, <clears> and I think we probably just got into our own little discussion or talk or whatever and completely ignored the movie. That's the only thing I wanted to see. Uh, that's the only reason why I wanted to see that movie is because I wanted to see... Uh, We're coming out of the milk. What's her name? Uh, Charlize Theron. <laughs> yeah, Char- Charlize Theron con- yeah, coming out of the milk bath. I don't yeah. remember if that actually is milk. Like in the movie, I, I, I think it might be. It, I think it is milk because... It's She's got the consistency, it? the way it sticks to her skin. Definitely. But have looks you ever like, like 
Have you been ever, coated have, in milk? Yeah. Have you ever taken a bath in milk? <laughs> yeah. No, not no. I don't think I ever have really. Because also, what happens later on in that scene, or even in that same time, is she's in the milk. She dips some peasants, cookies on herself. <laughs> the peasants down like outside of her castle, they're like bathing in it, like after she's in. Oh, it. she's standing up on a balcony and she's like, "Let them eat cake." And my bath milk. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I really. She rings out her hair down to him. You want some milk? <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. That that's part of the movie where I kind of, even the second time, I still missed what was happening there. So did I tell you that I was disappointed in Life of Pi? No, I didn't know you watched it. Yeah, I went. I went ahead and bought it on oh, Blu-ray before. Why do you do that? Yeah, why don't sometimes you just rent a movie. Sometimes instead? I do. I don't do it all the time, but sometimes I do do it and. Uh, uh, yeah, visually it was cool, like they said, but I don't it would know. have been better if I actually saw it in 3D. I think it wasn't. It was not a movie I would want to own. I wasn't all that impressed. Look at the time. I know. Let me get the the wrap up music here. Jeez, it's already over. Whoops, not that one. Uh, yeah, we might uh we might stick. Ar- what time is it now? Yeah, we might stick around. We might do a um a uh, a uh... <laughs> hey yeah hey yeah hey yeah. Uh... <laughs> What do you call them? Oh, an uncentered supplemental. Uncentered. Uh, We're going to be off kilter. Off kilter. Yeah. I just want to drop the F bomb about a few subjects that we haven't really gotten to. So maybe that's why we'll do it. Yeah. I, we'll we'll <clears throat> officially wrap up as soon as this file opens. Oh, maybe because I need to open this way. Things just aren't going our way. No, this thing likes to. Oh, there we go. Oh, there, there we it go. is. There we go. There it is. It's All opening right. now. Finally. Now it just has to start playing, and then <clears throat> I can start to, to wrap up the show. So yeah. I'd like to personally thank everybody for uh, tuning into 114, uh, The Lost Dial. Uh, as always, powered by allnoiseradio.com and all that business. And please tell your friends, uh, you know, send tweets, retweet whenever we tweet the show. Uh, on Facebook or whatever, share it with everybody. Share the love. Send some love. Yes. If you know anybody in the business, please tell them about us too. So exactly, because we want to make some moolah. Yeah, we do. So remember, if the world didn't suck, we'd all fall off. Bye bye. The Lost Dial is brought to you by All Noise Radio, which is powered by the Connecticut School of Broadcasting in Farmington, Connecticut. It is executive produced by Michael James Dupal and T. Sterling Watson. To hear more of our show, download at thelostdial.podbean.com or subscribe on iTunes to get every new episode. Please rate us and leave us comments. To contact us, email us at thelostdial at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at thelostdial and find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the hell d crew. You can also give us a call at 860-342-8423. The Lost Dial is part of the Indube Network and is a 3SFX production.
powered by the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. All Noise Radio is an internet radio station that's fully produced by graduates of the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. From modern rock to old school hip-hop, country to classical, news, talk, sports, and more. It's the noise you can't ignore. Log on to allnoiseradio.com. Fire up the station. Find out more about your favorite jocks. Get the latest CSB news and more. Plus, you can take All Noise Radio with you on the go for free. Just download the Live 365 app to your iPhone, iPod Touch, or BlackBerry and search All Noise Radio. Check out tomorrow's broadcasters today at allnoiseradio.com. Powered by the Connecticut School of Broadcasting.